All right. So now today we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 8, Chapter 19. Last time, if you remember, we had left at a verse that is 35. So we will start from the verse 36 onwards. It's I think a few more verses over here. So we will complete those verses. Okay. So this is verse 36, Canto 8, Chapter 19. The Lord begs charity from Bali Maharaj. Learned scholars do not praise that charity which endangers one's own livelihood. Charity, sacrifice, austerity and fruitive activities are possible for one who is competent to earn his livelihood properly. They are not possible for one who cannot maintain himself. So there are two things which you got to know over here. And uh, the two things which you got to know is first and foremost you can only give to charity if you have something to give. Alright, so if you don't have anything to give, you can't give to charity. Suppose your total earning is say 1000 and your expenses are 1100. How can you give? So there is a problem over there. So in that case we cannot give. Now let us say if you are earning 10,000 and then your total expenses is 5000. At that point in time you can definitely spare some amount of money. So you can give some amount. So charity is possible for those people who have a certain amount of surplus income. So that is the reason why he says you can praise charity provided you have the wherewithal to give. Not when you don't have anything. So always remember this charity you should give only when you have it. So first charity begins at home. We have always heard these words you know. Charity begins at home. So first ensure that you are taking care of your own self first. Then you can take care of other people. Even in the aircrafts they say, no. First, you take care of yourself and then the children. You see, when the air drops, you know, in the aircraft, naturally first you will try to save the children. No, no, no. First you have to save yourself and then you can take better care of the children. So, understand that is also a methodology of knowing this. Okay. So, it says charity, sacrifice, austerity and fruitive activities are possible for one who is competent to earn his livelihood properly. So, only those who can earn their livelihood properly. So, these are important verses. The reason is, we, we should not indulge in something which you cannot possibly do. Alright? Therefore, one who is in full knowledge should divide his accumulated wealth in five parts. For religion, for reputation, for opulence, for sense gratification, and for the maintenance of the family members. Such a person is happy in this world and in the next. So, if you have income, first how you should start? You should ensure that your family members are taken care of. It's always the first. Second, you are supposed to see that you can fulfill your wishes in terms of sense gratification. Sense gratification means now you want to eat an ice cream. You can go and eat an ice cream, no problem. You want to eat a burger, it's okay. You want to eat chicken tandoori also, it's okay. No problem. <laughs> so like that. And for opulence. Sometimes we go and buy some very fancy stuff, no? You want to buy nice phone. So you want to go and buy a nice phone for yourself. Of course, you can do that. That is also there. For reputation. What do people do? Okay, they want to increase their reputation. So your friend will ask you, which phone do you have? And you will say, I have iPhone. 
Yes, yes, it makes a big difference. And then you can say, oh, you don't have iPhone, you have Samsung. So like that, it's actually Samsung is the same as iPhone, but unfortunately in the world we have perceptions like that, you know. We think that that is greater than this. So you will say, oh, where did you go for your holidays? And you will say, oh, I went to Andaman Nicobar Islands. And somebody else will say, oh, you know, I went to Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii is supposed to be greater than Andaman Nicobar. That is not the case. But still, the idea is we have different kinds of gradations in our world. So for our reputation, you know, for our collar to become straight, we want to always do that. So money you can spend for that as well. People spend money for that. And last but not the least, we want to give God some money. Thinking that God is standing with one dabba in hand. <laughs> so people spend for religion. Religion is something which people think, you know, that I need to spend for religion. Actually, God is not asking you for anything. But people want to prove to the world that they are, they can, they go to temple, they do this, they do that, they do this Abhishekam and that Abhishek. You know how many people, they will stand with a chitti in their hand. And you will see, oh, he is only given 50 rupees, I gave 100 rupees. You know that? And then that uh, Panditji will come and he will give him one Naryal, half Naryal. See, 50 rupees, half Naryal. 100 rupees, full Naryal. Right? That is what we always do. So, think about it from that point of view. So, this kind of a person is happy in this world. One might argue that since you have already promised, how can you refuse? Oh, best of the demons, just take from me the evidence of the Bahavashruti, which says that a promise is truthful, preceded by the word Om and untruthful if not. Now, this is a very strange word over here, which says, you know. So, what you are supposed to say? If you give a promise and you say the word Om, then the promise has to be kept. Now, you don't say the word Om and you give a promise. He says, okay, okay, it's alright, no problem. If you don't keep the promise, it's okay. But understand this. Om is a pranava. It is always there in the universe. Alright? So, try to keep as many promises as you can in this material world. Because that way you will be safe from all types of problems in your world. So, the Vedas enjoin that the factual result of the tree of the body is the good fruits and flowers derived from it. But if the bodily tree does not exist, there is no possibility of factual fruits and flowers. Even if the body is based on untruth, there cannot be factual fruits and flowers without the help of the bodily tree. This is a strange verse again. First and foremost, remember Bali Maharaj has given his word. What is the word? You can ask whatever you want and I will give you. Right? So the Lord has said, I want three steps. One, two, three. Three steps of whatever I put my foot on. That much amount of land you can give me. He said that. And Bali Maharaj said, yes, yes, I will give. Don't worry about it. I am capable of giving. So he has already said that. So his guru. Who is the guru? Shukracharya. So Shukracharya said, see, you are putting your foot in your mouth. You don't know what you are talking about. You know that he is not one shorty fellow over there, okay? He is not that fellow. Don't look at his height and think that he is nobody. He is the Lord himself. He has come disguised as a bona, as a short person. Don't go by that. And you have given your word. Now take back your word. Say I am not going to give. Go. 
So naturally, Bali Maharaj is a little bit, how can I do that? I've already promised him, I have to give. So, Bali Maharaj is going to keep his promise. But his Guru is telling him, it's okay, don't worry. I will ensure that your, your, uh, all your problems are not there. You know, even if you don't keep the word, it's okay. Did you say Om before that? No, no, don't say. If you have not said Om, then don't bother about it. It's okay. So, so the Vedas are saying, the factual results of the tree of the body is good fruit. Suppose, you have good parents, you know, parents. So, the children also will be good. Isn't that what we always mention? Yes. So, you have good parents who are very good to each other and all that. And they have brought up the children nicely. So, if they have brought up the children nicely, what happens? The children are also good. So, the fruits and the flowers. You all are the fruits and the flowers. So, all the children are fruits and flowers. Then you will be nice. So, but if the bodily tree does not exist, suppose there is no bodily tree. There is no body. No body. If there is no body, how can anything happen? So, if there is no body, there is no possibility of factual fruits or flowers. So, body is what? The word Om, Pranava, is the beginning of the whole series of verses that are there. So, when we say the verse Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva, it started with Om. Om. So, you will find that all Om Namo Shivaya, Om Shri Ganpataya Namaha. So, now you see Om is the beginning of anything. If I say the verse, if I say anything and I begin with Om, then, yeah. So, doesn't mean that you can put your name as Om and then everybody says Om. Give me money. Okay, Om, I'll give you money. Then everybody has to give you money. No. <laughs> so like we had Om Shivpuri. No, like that. His wife died, no? Yeah. Two days ago. Sasbi Kabi Bhauti. Serial. Mm. So <laughs> that whole bar was there. So anyway. So if the body is passed based on untruth, they cannot be factual fruits and flowers without the help of the bodily tree. Now, if you give false promise, false, it's always, we, you know, we always say, na, you're so nice, in our mind we are thinking, idiot sala, you know, thinking like that, we are, we are looking at the person and he say, you are so beautiful, you look like one dukkar only man, on the road, <laughs> we are thinking like this in the mind and we are saying one word. So, that is something which we have to understand. These are called false words. Our mouth talks a lot of falsehood many a times. No? Like uh, they have kept name for everybody in the office. So I asked them, so now tell me what name you have kept for me. Okay. So, so one person says, oh, we have kept a name. What? Uh, you know, boss. For other person I asked, what is the name you have kept for me? No, no, Guruji. I said, don't tell lies. See, in your mind you must be thinking, Abhi Guruji bola, andar bola, ullu ka patta. <laughs> How is that? That is falsehood. So anything said with a falsehood, you are already saying words, but you don't mean any of those things, because it is falsehood. So you may say, no, I will give you. Don't worry, everything is fine. Actually, inside you are saying, I am not going to give you. <laughs> so he says, if you do this kind of a thing, 
where your mouth says one thing and it mind says another thing then those are not that is not a promise yes. it's a false it's a false promise so if you have false promise what will it give fruits no fruits correct so that is the reason why you cannot give when a tree is uprooted it immediately falls down and begins to dry up similarly if one does not take care of the body which is supposed to be the untruth in other words if the untruth is uprooted the body undoubtedly becomes dry his guru is giving so many permutation combinations so that his his shishya will be out of the problem see think about it his guru is very nice guy so he is telling don't worry everything i'll take care of everything i'm giving you so many things you know you can use one of them so one of the things is the body is falsehood body by itself is falsehood and if anything is self said by falsehood that itself is falsehood isn't it yes. correct now if i say there is a pink unicorn how can that be first and foremost unicorn you know a legendary creature it has got one horse like body and one big uh, you know tusk type of thing over here first and foremost there can be no unicorn and then on top of it it is pink in color how can you have first unicorn and then a pink in color unicorn so you cannot have two falsehoods it doesn't make two negatives make one positive it's an either this is not mathematical equation <laughs> otherwise you will say no no pink unicorn will be there no it is one falsehood which is the body if the body itself is falsehood if it says something that is also falsehood isn't it so anything uttered by your mouth by our mouth is only falsehood correct or no so i will say don't worry i will give charity to nepal ala kidhar diya diya hi nahi so falsehood so like that it is so you have to understand that anything which comes out from this false body is by itself falsehood so he is saying like that yeah? when a tree is uprooted it immediately falls down and begins to dry up so that means a dead body also will be like that no similarly one takes care of the body which is up, up, supposed to be untruth in other words if the untruth is uprooted the body undoubtedly becomes dry so other way around now i told you one side now i'll tell you the other side first you believe that you are not the body what you say i am not the body if you say i am not the body then you are the spirit you are the jeevatma atma right if that is the truth which is the truth anything said by the jeevatma anything said by the soul definitely will be truth only isn't it so if i remove the body out of the system then anything that is said by the jeevatma the jeeva atma that will be the truth so it's two ways you can see it on one side you can say that the body is falsehood anything uttered by the falsehood will be falsehood again body is not real i am the self i am the self and the self always tells the truth so self is god only and that is why we say atma is equal to paramatma correct 
If Atma is equal to Paramatma, then how can Atma lie? That means tomorrow you will say God is lying. Huh? No. So that is the reason why Paramatma is a part, I mean Gatma is a part of that whole. The utterance of the word Om signifies separation from one's monetary assets. In other words, by uttering the word, one becomes free from attachment to money because his money is taken away from him. Got it? To be without money is not very satisfactory. For in that position, one cannot fulfill one's desires. In other words, by using the word Om, one becomes poverty-stricken. Especially when one gives to charity to the poor or to a poor man or a beggar, one remains unfulfilled in self-realization and in sense gratification. So one more verse he is giving. He says, when you say the word Om, you are a vikari because you have to give everything away. So next time, don't keep your name Om. Hmm? Secondly, don't say anything with Om. Because any which way you will not have anything after that. But the moment you say Om, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, finish. Then your property is not yours. All become becomes the property of Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Okay, he is his property then. You are no longer his property. You are no longer having your own. You are his property. Everything that belongs to you belongs to him. So Om Namo Shivaya Bola to Kadam. Everything is owned by Shiva. You have don't know rights on your property also. So do you understand this? So the moment you say the word Om, you are becoming poor. So you don't have body, you don't have anything, nothing, nothing. You can't give also. So if you don't have anything to give, what will you give? Zero. Right? And that is the reason why he says so. So if you don't have anything, what can you give to charity? See, these are so many arguments his guru is giving. They are fantastic arguments. Therefore, the safe course to say no. So don't say yes to anything. Say no. Although it is falsehood, it protects one completely. It draws the compassion of others towards oneself. And it is given one's full facility to collect money from others for oneself. Nonetheless, if one always pleads that he has nothing, he is condemned. For he is a dead body. While living or while still breathing, he should be killed. Right? So next time, what happens when you say, No, I don't want to give, I don't have, I don't give. What happens? Though it is falsehood, you may still have something in your pocket. But you will say, I don't want to give. No, no, I don't have anything. Go. We tell Bikari, no. At signal, that fellow will come. And say, hey, please, they not to be like that. He will say, and what he will say? I don't have anything. We say like that. No, I don't have anything. Correct? Yes. Actually, you may be having some 110, something like that in your pocket, but you are still saying, I don't have anything. It becomes falsehood. And you are saying no to it. And because you said no, you have nothing. And when you have nothing, what happens? You also join the same rank as Bikari. Yes or no? Yes. So you are also becoming Bikari. So he can, the Bikari can give you one tokri and say, no, you come with me for begging. <laughs> right or wrong? Yes. So he says, although it is falsehood, it protects one completely. Most of the people, they do this kind of a thing. You will find that if you go to very rich friends of yours and say, see I want to pay fees, can you give me some money? 
What are they going to say? I don't have anything. <laughs> yes or no? That's what they say, no? I don't have anything. Mm, I don't have. So, it draws compassion of others towards oneself and it gives one full facility to collect money for one other than oneself. Means what? Now suppose I want to put up one program for you, you know. I want to collect money for you. I can say, see, see, I want to, um, my friend is not feeling okay, so I want to collect money from him. So I'll go to him, I'll go to him, I'll go to everybody and say, see, please give some money. And then what I can do, I can use that money myself or com- or commission also, no? So one falsehood leads to many falsehoods as well. These, these verses are written in such a way that they, they tell you the real worldly scenario, you know. This is how we actually behave in our world. So, nonetheless, if one always pleads that he has nothing, he is condemned. If you keep on saying every now and then, I have nothing, I have nothing, I have nothing. Ashta Siddhis are there, you know Ashta Siddhis? The eight Siddhis are there. They keep on saying Tatastu, Tatastu, Tatastu. I have nothing, Tatastu, I have nothing, Tatastu. So, keep on saying that and you will become a bhikari just like, you know, normal person, normal bhikari. So, that is the reason why he says, then his body also is dead. And while still breathing, he should be killed. <laughs> so, now the last verse is very funny. You can tell lies. When can you tell lies? Is is telling you. Who? The Guru is telling you how when you can tell lies. He's teaching Bali Maharaj. In flattering a woman to bring her under control. In joking. In marriage ceremony, in earning one's livelihood, when one's life is in danger, in protecting cows and Brahminical culture, or in protecting a person from an enemy's hand, falsity is never condemned. When you tell a woman, you know, you are so sweet, you are so nice, can you make one cup of tea for me? So, flattery is allowed that kind of one. Or you can say, you know, oh, you're so nice and this and that and so many things. She may not be good looking also. But still, flattery is allowed. That kind of falsehood is allowed. <laughs> this is not told by Krishna, so don't mix up with Krishna. Krishna doesn't say these words. <laughs> that is to bring her under control. Under control means many a times what happens is, there is an argument or something like that. So this Guruji is telling something. Say if you want to bring her under control, sometimes you have to tell flattering. Oh, your today your food was very nice. It was very good, you know. Nice biryani you made. Nice this thing you made. And inside your mind you are thinking, kya ya, biryani, oi khana bada, oi khana bada. You know, like yesterday's or something like that. But you have to say the words. So that is flattering. In joking, you know, how many times we tell lies in joking? You know, in all the jokes there are lies. You see, you see your Facebook page also, full of lies only. It will say, oh, this fellow did that, that fellow did that. Right or wrong? So think about it like this. So you will always find there are jokes which, you know, keep on saying, you know, this fellow is greater than that fellow. Right or wrong? 
So like one person says, I can send a rocket to the moon, I can send a rocket to Mars. Other fellow says, oh, you can do this, I can do much better. My country, you know, it can send the deepest submarine, it goes and touches the earth like this and comes back. Third fellow says, oh, uh, my country, I don't know what they do also. So he says, no, in my country, we can eat by the nose. So he says, like, you know, before, before that what has happened is, this fellow says, my rocket can reach the Mars. So the, all the two friends say, hey, no, don't tell lies, you know, rocket cannot reach the Mars, it's still not gone there. It is just circling it. Okay, okay, it's just circling it. Little bit it is away from the Mars. Second fellow says, my submarine can touch the bottom of the ocean. He says, no, 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 it is not possible. Bottom of the ocean, if submarine touches, your submarine is finished. He says, no, 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 little above the bottom it will touch. So third fellow says, you know, Indian. He says, now what do I tell him? I don't know what to say. So he says, you know, in India, everybody eats by the nose. How is that possible? No, 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 no. Everybody eats a little below that. <laughs> so that is called, in joking, yes. you can tell little lies also. <laughs> Understood? Yeah. This is Bacha Company joke, you know. <laughs> See, in Bacha Company joke, it's always like this only, all lies. My father can do this, your father can't do this. You know that? My father is superman, your father is nobody. <laughs> so in that it is allowed. And in marriage, think about it. You know, in marriage, how many lies are told? Like the girl's father or the boy's father are welcoming. Vanakam, sir. Vanakam. Ulluka patta mera khane ko aar rai le. Abhi, yeh soj rai. You know, like he's thinking. Dekho, fukat wale saale aar rai itna. Full year, they don't show their face and suddenly out of the blue, they all come for wedding. Huh? And then women are talking in the wedding. Oh, nice chain you got. Huh? Very nice, heavy one. How much it has cost? Was that 2 lakh rupees? Okay. And then she says, Oh, it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to somebody, my neighbor. <laughs> and the sari is so nice, you know. Very nice. Jari, jari pallu and all that. Very, very good sari. She has won the sari from last 25 years. Wedding only. Different, different weddings. She has won the same sari. She has just gone and polished it. 100 rupees polish you give and it's done. So all fake, you know. And then uh, the girl and the boy. The, the girl will say, I, I am very clear, you know. I am very, very, I will take care of your family. I will take care of your mother and father like my own only. And she's thinking, the next day I will poison you, don't worry. <laughs> and the boy is thinking, I am such an innocent fellow, you know. Look at my face. You see in all these boys who stand for weddings? They have got such nice mm, like that. They look like, you know, uh, as if nothing has happened in their world. Pura gaon ka paani pe ke aaya, phir bhi aisa dikhta hai. Okay, so everybody is telling lies in the wedding. But in the wedding it is allowed. Huh? Then, in earning one's livelihood. Market. Yes, market forces. You know, you go and check out the uh, biodata. What do you call that? CV, yeah? Uh, you go and see all the CV of everybody. You know what? Nobody's CV is true. They're all talking bullshit and nonsense. Big lines after lines are written. I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. You ask them what is the meaning of the words. No, no, I saw in LinkedIn all these words, so I'm just putting them over there. One day one fellow came for interview. And he had written so many things in his, you know, nine pages 
ऑफ सीवी एंड पूजा कैप्ट थिंग इन फ्रंट ऑफ मी गुरुजी दिस इज दिस इज द सीवी यू सी एंड आई कैप्ट ऑन टर्निंग द पेजेस आई फाइनली आई गॉट फेड अप यू नो आई कूडेंट अंडरस्टैंड एनीथिंग इन दैट आई टोल्ड हिम डू यू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट यू हैव रिटर्न इज लुकिंग एट मी आई सेट यू नो यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड द रीजन वाई यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड यू नो टर्न टू द लास्ट पेज on that the name was different on top <laughs> you understand what he had done he had he had xerox copied somebody else's cv and, and he had cut pasted and put it up so the earlier person who had written the cv his name was there on the last page so i asked him how did this name come who is this fellow he is telling me i don't know sir who is this fellow i said you are cut pasting this thing no that's why Ah, you don't tell me lies. So this is from where, LinkedIn. <laughs> so now you understand where you can pick up your biodatas from. So when you go for job, like you say, now I am expert in this field. You know, expert means what? You know, you are you just carried the book for one year, you not actually read it, <laughs> and you have just answered the questions in examination and passed. Ask everybody in college, you know. even the one who comes first in class ask him whether he has read big fat journals and books they will have fat fat ask him whether he has read it no no you know possible questions you get that end of the year which question is going to come what do you call that yeah ah you go through that you get those 20 questions out of that 10 will come finished you are passed so nobody does reading so even in our work also everybody tells lies so that is why when you told me about all our friends i said i know about it okay because white hair becomes of that comes because of that you know that <laughs> so and when once life is in danger when your life is in danger you are allowed to tell lies you know many a times when you are caught on your bike you know in your city Hey, I am Inspector So and So's uh, son. You will say, "Acha, your surname might be some, yeah, Ramlu or something like that." You know that Commissioner Ramlu, I am his nephew. <laughs> And you go out from there. <laughs> How many times people have done this? Okay, one day I went to Tirupati. I had one one four twenty friend with me. So what he did, you know, we were not getting any room. All right, so he went to that uh, fellow over there. They have these, uh, uh, you know, cottages, no? So different, different uh, state cottages are there. So he went to this one state cottage, and then he said, "Hey, it's not PJ man. This is real G, RJ." So what happened was he went to this place, and uh, my friend said, "You wait outside. I'll just." So he went inside and he said, "You know, I am so and so. The who are you? I am the PA of this minister. Oh, sir, no, sir, but we don't have any room. Okay, you talk to the minister, and he dialed one number. Chit 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 chit, and he gave the phone. These people, they are not giving me. You just tell them, and he gave the phone, and that, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir." will give will give will give and finally they gave us a room after that he came out and i asked him which minister you had dialed 
बोलता है मिनिस्टर मिनिस्टर कुछ नहीं मेरा फ्रेंड को फोन किया था वो जोर से बात करता है You understand? <laughs> so he had called his friend and his friend behaved like a minister. <laughs> I said, "You stupid crook, you are." <laughs> so he says, "I have come to meet 420. I am also 420." <laughs> so in such circumstances, you are allowed to tell lies, okay? Or in protecting cows, many a times cow protection is something which even Indian government is doing, no? So no cow killing and all that. So at that time, you have to. You are allowed. Brahminical culture. Brahmins sometimes, you know, they tell lies on your face. Then you ask them, "Where you, sir? Uh, how come? Uh, like he will say, when you ask him, you know, how much dakshana we want to give? So you say, you know, give five thousand one. Five thousand one? How can I give you five thousand one, sir? I am just working as a clerk in a small company, sir. I am getting only two thousand rupees salary." That fellow is making two thousand rupees per hour, and yet he is going to tell over there he is getting only so much. But what he is telling you is he is making only two thousand rupees from one customer. So like that, Brahminical culture is now become like that. Okay, so the Dakshana industry is growing very fast. All right, or in protecting a person from once from an enemy's hand. You know, in most of the films you have seen, na? Yeah. विलन का चुंगल में से बचाने के लिए जब तक है जहाँ जाने जहाँ यू नो और हेमा मालिनी डांस इन शोले यू रिमेंबर हाँ लाइक दैट ऑल फेक फॉल्सिटी इज नेवर कंडेम्ड सो ही सेज इन सच टाइम्स फॉल्सिटी इज नेवर कंडेम्ड राइट सो नाउ वी विल स्टार्ट चैप्टर ट्वेंटी एथ इट्स अ स्मॉल चैप्टर बट विल ट्राई टू फिनिश इट बली महाराज सरेंडर्स द यूनिवर्स चैप्टर ट्वेंटी So now all these reasoning has gone. So now let us see what is the new thing. Sri Sukhdev Goswami said, "O King Parikshit, when Bali Maharaj was thus advised by his spiritual master, all the Shukracharya was advising. Remember that, right? Shukracharya is the guru of all these practices. Yes. So he was naturally advising what is correct for them, right? So he thus advised by his spiritual master, Shukracharya, his family priest. He remained silent for some time." And then, after full deliberation, he replied to the spiritual master as follows. Now, Bali Maharaj is going to say something to his spiritual master. The spiritual master has given him hundred different reasons yes. how you can tell lies. And by the way, all the rakshasas and everybody in that category, demons are allowed to tell lies. Is he a demon? Is you are a, you may be a demon. And when you when the person asks you. What are you? Vegetarian or non-vegetarian? Vegetarian, sir. So that means I am not going to eat you. You understand this? <laughs> yes, another PJ. <laughs> Bali Maharaj said, as you already stated, the principle of religion that does not hinder one's economic development, sense gratification, fame, and means of livelihood is the real occupational duty of the householder. I also think that this religious principle is correct. So who had said these words? Vishnu had said these words, not his teacher. Actually, Vishnu had given, arth, you know, you know that four words which are there: dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Correct. So those words have been given in the Vedas. You can follow them. That God only has given these words. So he tells his master, "See, it is mentioned over there that human beings are allowed to do this. What they are allowed to do? You should always work for your economic development." That means always you should work for yourself to make money for yourself. Correct? Sense gratification, 
fame and means of livelihood all this comes under that category only artha artha means money making yes ha huh? kama is sex and all those things correct correct all these are allowed in our world so that is also the religious principle and i think it's correct so then he says i am the grandson of maharaj prallad how can i withdraw my promise because of greed for money when i have already said that i will give him the land how can i behave like an ordinary cheater especially towards a brahmana god has come as brahmana he himself is cheating right or wrong god can take any form so he is not cheating okay so don't say like that he is cheating correct so so he says i am maharaj prallad's grandson no how can i tell lies i will always tell the truth if i given my word i'm going to keep it it's a very very difficult thing for a human beings to do that there is nothing more sinful than untruthfulness so never tell lies those who are on the path of satwa those who are on the path of satwa and those who are very very interested in their spiritual development should never tell lies so there is nothing more sinful than untruthfulness because of this mother earth once said i can bear any heavy thing except a person who is a liar mother earth is able to handle everything she can handle anything in this world you can trample her you can crush her you can do whatever you want to but dhartima as we call no but the one who is a liar the mother earth cannot hold her i do not fear hell poverty ocean of distress fall down from my position or even death itself as much as i fear cheating a brahmana a brahmana god is a brahmana in this case isn't it so first and foremost i can do anything you know everything i i don't have to bother about hell i can go to hell it does not matter i'm not bothered about distresses and all these other things he says but how can i tell lies to a brahman brahman is god isn't it over here brahmana is in the form of vamandev so how can i tell lies to vamandev i cannot bali maharaj is like that my lord you can also see that all material opulences in this world are certainly separated from their possessor at death therefore if a brahmana vamandev is not satisfied but whatever gifts one has given why not please him with the riches one is destined to lose at death so any which way where will i carry all these riches in this world where will i carry all this goodness that is there around me where will i carry my name as a king when i die all this has to go away no so this is why why should be bothered about all these things any which we have to give it away dadichi cb and many other great personalities were willing to sacrifice even their life for the benefit of the people in general this is the evidence of history so why not give up this insignificant land what is the serious consideration against it so he is asking his guru the question he says guru why are you giving me this kind of an advice this is not correct yes you are trying to save me doesn't mean that i should be doing that but think about it that there were great sages like dadichi and sibi and who for the sake of people for the sake of this earth were willing to do anything in this world oh best of brahmana certainly the great demonic kings who were never reluctant to fight enjoyed this world but in due course of time everything that they had were taken away except for their reputation by which they continue to exist in this world in this words one should try to achieve good reputation instead of anything else 
So in this world, money, fame, fortune, this has nothing to do with you being a good person. When you become a good person, think about all these people in this world, all the great people. Think. Now when you look at them in in today's world also, do you think Ramakrishna Paramahansa was rich? No, he had no money. Ramana Maharshi? No, he didn't have money. Sai Baba? No, no money. He was living in one broken down masjid, isn't it? Think about all these great people. Look at Mahatma Gandhi. Look at Mother Teresa. You think they were very rich or what? No, they stayed as very poor people. But their name became very big after they died. Isn't it? They became such great people. Why? Because they were always telling the truth. They always lived in whatever word that they said, they kept it. Oh, best of Brahmanas, many men who have laid down their lives on the battlefield, being unafraid of fighting, but rarely one has gotten the chance to give his accumulated wealth faithfully to a saintly person who creates holy places. Okay. So, those who die in the battlefield, if they were to give their property to a saint or a sage before they left for the battlefield, before they gave up their life, don't you think it will be such a great thing? See, what happens? You will find that in ancient times, all these great Maharajas and all that, what they would do? They would write their property off and give to the saint. If you remember Amrapali or Ambapali, okay, she was the dancer in the Ajat Shatru, in the court of Ajat Shatru. What did she do? When Buddha came to that place, she wrote off the entire land and gave it to Buddha. That the king had given to her for her services and she gave the entire land to Buddha. And then she became an absolutely simple person and she became the greatest disciple of Buddha. That's what she did. So you are allowed to do that. So Bali Maharaj is saying that, see, that is such a great thing in this world to do, to give away the property for such good people like Buddha and all. By giving charity, a benevolent and a merciful person undoubtedly becomes even more auspicious. Especially when he is giving charity to a person like a good self. Under the circumstances, I must give this little brahmachari whatever charity he wants from me. So he says, a person becomes good once he gives away to charity. And here there is such a short person who has come and is asking me for some land, three feet of land, you know. Why should I not give him? Oh great sage, great saintly person like you, being completely aware of the Vedic principle for performing ritualistic ceremonies and yajyas, worship Lord Vishnu in all circumstances. Therefore, whether the same Lord Vishnu has come here to give me all the benedictions or push me and punish me as an enemy, I must carry out his order and give him the requested track of land without hesitation. So he tells his Guru that it does not matter. If Lord himself has come to ask for land, should I not give it to him? So, it's like that, you know. Many a time God comes and asks us for things. You know that? Or you don't know that? Many a times in life, God himself will come and ask you for certain things. You have that much amount in your pocket. But you don't want to give. You know, there is a very beautiful story in Sai Satcharitra. There is one Sage who is sitting over there. That person 
is coming and asking give me brahmanyan you know brahmanyan story so he tells sai baba he tells baba see you are such a great saint can you give me brahmanyan so baba says of course brahmanyan is for sale you know i can give it to you no problem suddenly he calls one small boy he says come here go get 5 rupees from this fellow's house now baba knows that that person is not there at home yet when he sends a small boy to that fellow's house the boy comes back and says baba that person is not there at home the door is locked so then he sends says okay now go to this fellow and come so two three places the boy goes and comes back and he says that person is not there the door is locked the person doesn't have money so baba says 5 rupees can't give baba is asking for 5 rupees and then he looks at that sage ji who is sitting over there he says you have come to ask me for brahmanyan you have got 125 rupees in your pocket and you can't give me 5 rupees so this kind of petty people are there you know petty you say you have come to ask god for something big and god asks you he doesn't even you know you, you won't even know he's asking you certain things he will say something suddenly out of the blue and what this sage ji is thinking baba is such a poor fellow he is asking for 5 rupees from people he is a bikari fellow and he wants free brahmanyan and he is come to and he can't even remove 5 rupees from his pocket and give this is what it is so even if vishnu has come it does not matter i will give him that if this brahmana really is lord vishnu who is worshiped by vedic hymns he would never give up his widespread reputation either he would lie down having been killed by me or he will kill me in a fight he is telling his guru these words sri sukhdev goswami continued thereafter the spiritual master shukracharya being inspired by the supreme lord cursed his exalted disciple bali maharaj who was so magnanimous and fixed in truthfulness that instead of respecting his spiritual master's instructions he wanted to disobey his order so Sukracharya gets very angry with his disciple. Says, "What is this? You don't want to listen to your guru or what? Hmm? Although you have no knowledge, you have become so-called learned person, and therefore you dare to be so impudent to disobey my orders. Because of disobeying me, you shall very soon be bereft of all your opulence." So, still Vishnu has not asked him anything. Vishnu has said only one word. He says, "I just want three steps of land." That is all he has said. Okay, he has not said anything beyond that. Now his guru says, "Oh, you don't want to listen to me? Okay, fine. You will be bereft of all opulence. That means you won't get any money. You will be becoming a bhikari very soon." The guru says these words. Okay. Now the question here to you is this: Did he become bhikari because his guru said so? So, raj some noise is coming so what is the reason we have we have to find that out correct so sukhdev goswami continued even after being cursed in this by in this way by his own spiritual master bali maharaj being a great personality never deviated from his determination therefore according to customs he first offered water to vamandev and then offered him the gift of the land he had promised Bali Maharaj's wife known as Vindhyavali 
who was decorated from with a necklace of pearls immediately came and had a large golden water pot bought there full of water with which he worshiped the lord by washing his feet bali maharaj the worshipper of lord vamandev jubilantly washed the lord's lotus feet and then took the water on his head from that water delivers the entire universe such a great thing to do wash the feet of the lord and then take the water and put it on your own head or drink it like tirtha at that time the resident of the higher level planetary systems namely the demigods the gandharvas the vidyadharas the siddhas the charanas all being pleased by bali maharaj simple non duplicative stay act praised his qualities and showered upon him millions of flowers the gandharvas kimpurushas kinnara sounded thousands and thousands of kettle drums and trumpets again and again and they sang in great jubilation declaring how per- exalted a person is bali maharaj and what a difficult task he has performed even though he knew that lord vishnu was on the side of his enemy he nonetheless gave the lord the entire three worlds in charity non limited supreme personality of godhead which assumed the form of vamana then began increasing his size acting in terms of material energy until everything in the universe was within his body including the earth the planetary system the sky the directions the various holes in the universe the seas the oceans the birds the beasts the human beings the demigods and the great saintly persons everything was in him in the divine lord bali maharaj along with his priests acharyas members of the assembly observed the supreme personality of godhead's universal body which is full of six opulences the body contains everything within the universe including the gross material elements like the senses the sense objects the mind the intelligence false ego the various kinds of living entities the action and reactions of the three modes of material nature these are the 28 different things in this world we have already done this before those who have done the bhagavad gita know this very well and what are the different things the senses the sense organs yes. correct Ten. the organs of action the ego ahankara all these things that are there all these comprise of 28 different elements and then the three gunas that is sattva rajas and tamas all these put together these are the material energies material stuff so everything that was there was in the divine lord thereafter bali maharaj who was occupying the seat of king indra could see the lower planetary system such as rasatala on the soles of the feet of the lord's universal form he saw on the lord's feet the surface of the globe on the surface of his calves all the mountains and his knees the various birds and his thighs the varieties of air bali maharaj saw beneath the garments of the lord who act wonderfully the evening twilight in the lord's private parts he saw the prajapatis and in the round part of the waist he saw himself with his confidential associates in the lord's navel he saw the sky on the lord's waist he saw the seven oceans and on the lord's bosom he saw the cluster of stars so he was able to get the virat swarup darshan isn't it my dear king on the heart of lord murari on the heart of lord murari he saw religion religion is always there in the heart of a person the divine lord sits in that place on the chest both pleasing words and truthfulness in the mind that means on both the chest you know you have these words pleasing words you should always speak in a very very pleasing tone nice words never speak bad words never speak harsh words never speak words which are hurtful to others and truthfulness truthfulness is another chest one more in the mind the moon why is the moon in the mind because we can think of things 
we have got the capacity of thinking the emotional intelligence everything over there only in the mind on the bosom the goddess of fortune in the lotus flower of her hand on the neck all the vedas and all sound vibrations on the arms all the demigods headed by lord king indra in both ears all the directions on the head the upper planetary system on the hair the clouds in the nostrils the winds of the eyes the sun and in the mouth fire all these things were there in the divine lord from his words came the vedic mantra from his words came the vedic mantra on his tongue was the demigods of water varun dev varun dev was on his tongue his eyebrows were the regulative principles and on his eyelids were the day and night when the eyes were open it was day time and when they were closed it was night time on his forehead was anger and on his lips was greed o king in his touch was lusty desires in his semen all the waters on his back was irreligion and the wonderful activities or step was the fire of sacrifice can you think of the lord having all these negatives also these are negatives for our material world but for the divine lord he is comprising of everything of everything he is everything so you cannot say he is not bad things also bad is also a part of him only so shukracharya is also him only understand that and in his wonderful activities or step was the fire of sacrifice on the shadow was death and his smile was the illusory energy illusory energy is maya when he smiles it is all maya only always understand when he smiles he is, he is very chalu <laughs> and on the hair of his body were all drugs and herbs in his veins were all the rivers and his nails were all stones in his intelligence were lord brahma the demigods and the great saintly persons and throughout his entire body and senses were all living entities moving and stationary bali maharaj the saw everything in the gigantic body of the lord okay when all the demons the followers of maharaj bali saw the universal form of lord supreme supreme personality of godhead he held everything within his body when they saw in the lord's hand his disc known as sudarshan chakra which generates intolerable heat and when he heard the tumultuous sound of his bow all of these caused lamentations within their heart the lord's conscious name kanchanya which made sounds like that of a cloud very forceful club name kamudu kamudaki a sword name vidyadhara the shield decorated with hundreds of moon like spots and all akshasya the best best of quivers all of these appeared together to offer prayer to the lord the lord is full of all these opulences these associates headed by sunanda and other chief associates and accompanied by all the predominating deities of the various planets offered prayers to the lord who wore brilliant helmet bracelets and glittering earrings that resembled fish on the lord's bosom was the lock of hair called srivatsa and the transcendental jewel named kostuba he wore yellow garments covered by belt and he was decorated by flower garlands surrounded by bees manifesting himself in this way king the supreme personality of godhead whose activities are wonderful covered the entire surface of the earth with one footstep the sky with his body and all directions with his arms remember he has only put two steps by now and as the lord took the second step he covered the heavenly planet and not even a spot remained for the third step for the lok for the lord's foot extended higher and higher beyond mahar lok jan lok tap lok and the satya lok so the lord is now raised his foot like this for the third time correct so 
we end the chapter over here because the next chapter is about how the Lord subdues the Bali Maharaj and how Bali Maharaj becomes such a great person that he is. So we will stop over here just now. So I will stop the broadcast. Okay.